Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Podcast episode is brought to you by Boston Bid. I love the Boston Bid area, the Boston Bid area. Um, I love Boston. If you are in the DMV area and you have not checked out the newly renovated, it's been renovated for like a year, but it's it's such a fun area. Boston and Boston Quarter is where it's at. Over 80 plus restaurants, tons of stores, cute boutiques. Um, also, there's a brand new Vita Um gym like you can go you can do everything from yoga get a fabulous smoothie it's unbelievable i love boston i lived there for five years i mean schman and i were like some of the oldest people in our apartment building but we didn't give one damn we loved the vibe everything is in a town check out boston you can go to their website bolstonva.org you can see every single restaurant if you're thinking about moving maybe it's the place to go because let me tell you we loved it there might be hard to raise our little guy, but we absolutely had an amazing five plus years when we lived in the Boston and Arlington area. Check it out today. Go to their website. It's bolstonva.org. 
Welcome to the show. We have tons to get into, of course, with pop culture and also a big baby update. I'm 36 weeks pregnant. I have an update on what he weighs. I I have some decisions to make when it comes to birthing this little guy. And um, yeah, I've had the most amazing baby experience, but so many of you are right. The last couple of weeks is, it's such a stretch. I'm getting insomnia, my hips ache when I fall asleep, you know, you can't lay on your back. And for whatever reason, right under my bra line, like right at the top of my stomach, it's just, I'm sure because he's stretching and wait till you see the percentile of growth he's in. The skin, like the skin, just the muscle feels like it's pulling away from the skin. It's, I almost can't even wear a bra. Like I'm beginning to turn into my favorite aunt who passed away a year ago, my aunt Cheryl, who always had a cigarette in her mouth and never a bra on, you know, just huge tits hanging out. And I know why. It was way more comfortable. So anyway, I'm there. I'm getting ready. Um, I'll give you a full baby update. And I love all your messages too this weekend. It's just, I've had great energy too, but this weekend it hit me and I, I just thought, oh gosh, how did you find the mom work balance? I'd be really curious. You can, hopefully you're following me. If not, you'll give me a follow on Instagram. It's at the Sarah Fraser Show. I'd love to know your balance. I talked about this this weekend and I'm going to read some of your responses. So that's coming up. Also, Britney Spears and Oprah Winfrey, are they sitting down for a big tell-all? I have an update on that. If you can believe it, this past Saturday was one year of the Tiger King anniversary. So there's some major updates with Joe Exotic, with Carol Baskin, when we're going to see another documentary about or a follow-up about Tiger King. I have some big shout outs for you. And then also, um, I, I love this advice question. Scrolling through the internet, you know, I'm a boss. I, you know, I have some employees. Many of you women are bosses or you at your job, you're a boss and you hire people. Would you hire somebody who came in and interviewed for the job that smelled like weed? Especially if you did not own like a medical marijuana shop. <laughs> I have the greatest. It's such a good advice question. And I want to know all of your feelings. So let's get into some stories and then I'll thank a sponsor. And I will also give you the latest with um, baby Fraben and uh, what to expect because I'm getting a little nervous and, and lots of you guys have really great advice. So Britney Spears, huge update. I don't know if you saw the meme. It was circulating that Oprah, like at first it started as a meme and then I actually Oprah commented on it and we do now have an update. But the next big interview that people want is for Oprah Winfrey to sit down with Britney Spears. How amazing would that be? I, I But I have to say I'm on an island. I do... I do believe that Jamie Spears should be removed from the conservatorship. She obviously wants that. But personally, and again, I don't know her. I don't know the situation. But it does not seem like she could be without a conservatorship. It just seems her Instagram, the video she posts, I'm sure you guys saw it maybe a week ago. She posted one. She's like, I'm answering all of your questions that you've ever wanted to know. Have I ever kissed a girl? Yes, Madonna, 10 years ago. Guys, I don't think, I, I totally understand, but I feel like this woman would be taken advantage of so much if she was left on her own. So anyhow, it looks like it's not going to happen. Essentially, insiders and Oprah, Oprah's team are announced there is no talk to do it. Um, 
Britney hasn't approached her. Oprah hasn't approached her. And, and Oprah's not commenting on Britney's mental health or, you know, if it would even happen. So I think it was just a meme. And I don't think it's, I don't think there's a chance. I, I just don't think there's, I mean, Oprah would be the best person of all to sit down with Britney Spears, but I, I can't even imagine when you look at her Instagram, how that interview would go. How? I'd be curious. Some other news in television. I got into The Bachelor. You guys saw it last week. Um, ben Higgins, who was a former Bachelor contestant, and then the author was on. I loved that interview. He was very, I just thought he had a lot more depth than I would picture most Bachelor contestants having. Although I'm a fan of Matt James. I mean, I, I stand by it. And Matt James uh, was on the Bill Simmons podcast this past week and says that, you know, he's not closing the door on having a relationship with Rachel Kirkconnell, but he is single and getting therapy and going to stay single for a while. Good choice. Best choice. Probably most interesting storyline that uh, of the whole season, to be honest. <laughs> um, but I told, I said everybody, I said from the start on the show, I did like a, a TikTok a while ago. I'm like, this dude is not interested in love. He's interested in going to brunch with Cameron, whatever his best friend there is that was also a contestant on Bachelorette, okay? Tyler Cameron. That's what he's, he's interested in bloodies and he's not interested in any of these chicks. I don't even think he was that into Rachel, which yes, of course it was controversial, but I also think there was no need to work through it because it was like, boom, perfect out. She's racist. No problem. I'm out of here. I just don't think they were a good match. Then did you see where Chris Harrison has lawyered up? You guys, Chris Harrison is going to sue the fuck out of ABC if they try to get rid of him. He is. Because I don't even think what he said, even if you disagreed with him, and, you know, he went way too far in defending Rachel. But I don't think, like, I don't think that was hate speech. Like, what could they fire him for? I don't really think you can, I don't think that's firing for cause. I think the dude is going to sue the shit out of ABC if they try to let him go. I, and I, I do, I, I think I've said it, but I, I do think it would be a mistake. I think the franchise, although I loved um, Emmanuel Acho, I thought he was great. And I think they should bring him into the rotation. He'd be really good. But I still think if they totally get rid of Chris, their ratings are going to die. Like, I, I just do. But he's lawyered up. He's ready. People are going to start suing over this stuff, I guarantee, because it's like, you know, it's not really, it, it It received backlash, all those things. Should he have said it? No, he apologized. But I think like if you then sideline somebody, I think these companies are going to get sued big time. It, we just celebrated, and I cannot believe it. Can't believe it's been a year from the pandemic. Cannot believe that a year ago this past Saturday was when Tiger King debuted on Netflix. Talk about a pop culture moment. Everybody knows where they were, what they were talking about, how they were dressing once the whole Carol Baskin and and um, Joe Exotic thing came out. Everybody knows that show. Everyone was into it. I was particularly into it. Some of the best television ever. So Variety just did a big update on everything that's happening, like the shows that are coming out. Um, investigating, so Investigation Discovery is developing a series titled Investigating the Strange World of Joe Exotic, which will serve as a direct sequel to Tiger King and investigate the disappearance of Carol Baskin's husband. Even though Carol Baskin has denied for years that she had anything to do with his disappearance, there are new details coming out, which I'll reveal to you. 
It's also revealed that Louis Theroux will be producing a new documentary for the BBC titled The Cult of Joe Exotic. It's a 90-minute film that will reflect on unseen footage from Theroux's decade-old documentary, America's Most Dangerous Pets, and feature interviews with members of the team trying to get exotic out of prison. Additionally, Carol and Howard Baskin are teaming up with ITV, America's Think Factory Media, for a new unscripted series that will expose those who engage in animal cruelty. You guys, all these guys now have insane deals. Joe Exotic, still in prison, serving a 22-year prison sentence. He apparently has a blood immune disorder. That sounds like code for something else. I'm just going to say. Uh, he he apparently has sores in his mouth that have gone medically untreated, cold sores that break out all over his mouth. His new attorney says that he is concerned about exotic, asserting that he has lost a lot of weight and his health is spiraling. Also, Joe Exotic has come out and said that Trump and um, Trump's son, Eric Trump, are full of shit, or sorry, Don Jr., Donald Trump Jr., are full of shit and had had conversations that they were going to pardon him, but did it all for publicity and then left him high and dry. Joe Exotic and his team are now more hopeful that President Biden, President Harris, I like when Joe Biden goes, oh, President Harris, <laughs> the one, he's a walking gaffe machine. It's It's epic. Uh, Joe Exotic's team now has more faith in them. They do. I guess if you've got more faith in a dementia patient, hey, I mean, and you know what? Actually, he might be, he might be hot to something. Joe may, President Biden may go, oh, you know what? I think I could have pardoned that guy today. I'm just kidding, by the way. Everyone gets very upset. I, I don't, it, President Biden does not have dementia. Does he need help getting onto an airplane? Absolutely. But you know what? I, 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 love what's happening. I love the calm in this country. You know, now if we could just have more calm on social media, that'd be great. Um, Carol Baskin also is um, still in the, in talks. She's going to, you know, she was very upset about the documentary. She's making a killing on Cameo, charging $2.99 for custom videos. I wouldn't pay a nickel for her. Sorry. She's always been a money machine though, right? I mean, she was making videos, cashing in for those animals long before. This bitch and she's rich from her ex-husband who died, um, Don Lewis. In an interview on CBS 48 Hours, a woman, now this is already out, so you guys can look into this. Trish Fair Payne said she believes her ex-husband, Kenny Farr, who uh, worked for the Baskins as a former handyman, may have had something to do with it. He bought a refrigerator with a padlock very close to when Don Lewis went missing. They're investigating it, but there's no update if that was just like a crazy coincidence, sensational detail, or in fact, um, you know, there's connection there. Also, remember how Carol Baskin and her husband were rallying for the big cat public safety, which um, passed by the Senate. The federal legislation would end owning big cats as pets and stop cub petting, which Baskin said are two major sources of cat big cat abuse. Um, the House of Representatives passed the big cat public safety, which limits the number of people who are able to legally transport, sell, buy, breed, or possess big cats. While the Senate failed to pass the bill before the 116th legislative session ended, it reintroduced to the House in January. So Sounds like it's twofold. They haven't quite passed it all the way so that people like, 
you know, Doc Antle, Joe Exotic, they were they were having all these cub pet, petting things. Looks like that can still happen as of now. Doc Antle's place was raided. Um, he's also so displeased still of how he was portrayed in the Tiger King documentary. And if you probably remember 2019, a search warrant was executed for where animal control agencies seized 119 exotic animals from him. Unbelievable. His Myrtle Beach Safari continues to be in the top 10 worst zoos for elephants in North America. Damn. Lots of updates there. So we haven't seen the end of them. Sounds like we're going to be seeing more, especially, you know, because they've been filming the Kate McKinnon kind of autobiographical film. They've been filming all these things. So I would say by the end of 2021, we're going to get a whole new round of Joe Exotic items. I'm here for it. I am here for it. The other thing, you guys know I'm a huge Fleetwood Mac fan. I love Fleetwood Mac. I love Stevie Nicks. Now, anyone on TikTok probably follows 420 Dogface. He's the one on the skateboard that went viral when he was listening to Fleetwood Mac's dreams and drinking cranberry juice. Okay, so this guy has decided now he wants to sell his video as an NFT. What are NFTs? I just finally learned about what an NFT is this past weekend. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make some of my own of me podcasting, I guess, pregnant. <laughs> I don't know. Me going to the bathroom. Like, what's hot right now? <sighs> me eating an NFT. I don't know. It's essentially a digital, like, GIF. That's what it is. Like, the GIFs that you see all the time on Twitter, it's essentially that. Like, you buy your own exclusive GIF. Who the fuck would pay even $10 for these things? But I'm going to sell them because it's the fastest growing currency. The NBA has them. Christie's, the the high-end auction house just sold one. Um... They're selling for thousands of dollars by artists, digital artists who are making their stuff into a GIF. And then I guess you can only use it. Okay, great. Mm, I, I paid $5,000 for this gift that I can just use. Who the fuck cares? Are these things going to be worth shit? I doubt it. So Nate Dogface, who it, it's Nate Apodoka, who is the real guy behind the skateboarding, he wanted to sell his, but Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac rejected it, and he's very upset. Fuck you, dude. This woman is a rock icon. Do you think she wants her music dumbed down so you can sell a $500,000 NFT? Fuck yourself. I mean, give me a break. He's apparently very disappointed because Stevie Nicks was the only member of Fleetwood Mac that didn't reach out to his, um, to him over his viral sensation. And he's saying that he introduced a whole new generation of people to Fleetwood Mac music. Fuck off. I mean, even if all that is true, she doesn't owe you shit. Like I can't stand how people are like, oh, you know, his lawyer says he's very disappointed. And they offered Stevie Nicks 50% of the NFT sale, which was going to sell for 500 grand. You think 250,000 is shit to her? She, she makes that every month in royalty rights to that music off of TikTok. Give me a break. I'm just so, it's so annoying to me that people feel like anytime they do anything for a celebrity or something like the celebrity should acknowledge them. Fuck all the way off. Don't even get me. I'm so wound up about that. He's so annoying to me now. Ugh. I love that he got, I love that Cranberry, you know, whatever. Um, oh, I don't even remember, you know, whoever makes the Cranberry juice there, you know, um, 
not Welsh's. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. They they bought him like a truck. He's got new teeth. Like he's living his best. I'm I'm all for all that. Like I love that he's had great success. That video has been seen like 30 something million times. Maybe it's even 60 million now. He has 12 million followers on TikTok. I am happy for all that. You're getting paid for appearances. You're on TMZ. But go fuck yourself if you think all the members of Fleetwood Mac should bow down to you. Like, these people are rock legends from way before you knew how to skateboard. So, anyway. Gotta get mad at him. (laughs) I just, I'm so like, well, how entitled are you? Like, his lawyer, he's very disappointed that Stevie Nicks is the only one that didn't reach out to him. Really? Okay. She's living her best fucking life in, like, her witch's, you know, realm. Sorry. And by the way, don't push it. She'll cast a spell on you. All right, let me thank a sponsor. I got to cool down here. <laughs> I got to cool down. Uh, Rothy's, you guys know, rothys.com slash phrase is the website. People go, what's your code? Well, it's more like a website login. You got to go to Rothy's, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash phrase. They have unbelievable, sustainable handbags and shoes. I love them. I own several pair now. They're super cute. And I just bought my sister-in-law one of their wallets that they have. One of the best things about the shoes, 75 million plastic water bottles have been taken out of the ocean, out of the trash, and then made into these shoes and handbags. They're sustainable. They're super comfortable. There's zero break in time. Like you slip them on, you can wear them without socks because you can throw them in the, in the wash and then boom, you have like a whole new set. It feels like orders your order yours today. Use rothys.com slash phrase. That's rothys.com slash phrase. Also, if you are a small business, if you are a large business, or if you're a fellow podcaster, I have brand new pricing every single month for you. I actually even have social media packages that start at $150, and then they go up from there. I have like a $350 package and a $500 package that you can turn into monthly advertising. The more you buy, the better the discount. So if you do a package of $350 for three months or more, you'll get a 15% discount. Email Show at gmail.com. I would love to promote your business. Many businesses that have worked with us have seen terrific ROI including Waxing the City Alexandria, BioClarity skincare products. Um, Oh my gosh. And I I, I bakefully yours. They've seen some of the most amazing ROI. They put out paleo treats and keto treats. They're unreal. So join the ranks. Email thesarahfrasershow at gmail.com. I'll send you the pricing link. We would love to work with you. And these are our brand new spring break or spring rates that are good through June 1. Two more stories, and then I'll get to um, an update on the baby, the check-in. Okay, have you guys heard of Michaela um, Hollam Green? Okay, this woman I am so inspired by. She wants to become the first Down Syndrome swimsuit model, and I love her. Like she is, she's a Miss USA contestant. She hopes to become the first Sports Illustrated model with Down Syndrome. I'm obsessed. Michaela Holmgren uh, made it clear on Saturday that she hopes to be the very first Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. This woman is adorable. She's from Minnesota. She's 26 years old. She's already the first woman with the condition to compete in a Miss USA pageant, a feat she accomplished in 2017. We tell all our people who have special needs or Down syndrome, go ahead and do it. Holmgren said in Friday's episode with People, the TV show she sat down with, just follow your dreams, just do it. Oh my God, I love this story and I love following her now. She's such a freaking inspiration. She's so pretty and I just think, good for you, girl, you do it. 
Quickly, some things to watch this week. There's so many good things out. You guys know Schman is watching The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. I have no idea. I mean, I do know who The Falcon is now because actually Schman and I are watching the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe or whatever, like every film. We just finished Spider-Man. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. 
the shit we do for our partners, huh? No. <laughs> Some of them are good. Some of them are good. Like I I liked Guardians of the Galaxy actually more than I thought I would. I liked Thor more than I thought I would. But Captain America Winter Soldier and I mean they just blow up one thing after another and they go from this to that. It's like and then there's another fight scene and everything, you know, the world would be decimated if any of this shit happened in real life, but yet somehow they seem to fight on again. They all unite and then again. So anyhow, that's a big one on Disney+. Plus. Schman loves it. He'll love to come on and give reviews. And I know some of you guys are like really into it. You're into WandaVision. I just can't talk about it because I have not watched it yet. I was busy over the weekend watching Operation Varsity Blues on Netflix about the whole college admission scandal that had like Lori Laughlin in jail and all that. Interesting. I didn't love it. I didn't love the way that it was done. It's all recreated. So there's an actor that plays Rick Singer, and it's all from recorded FBI phone conversations that Rick didn't know were happening. And same with all the actors. So it's, it's, I'm not a huge fan of that kind of documentary. At the same time, it's still sort of unfolding, so they weren't going to be able to get the real people. But I like it. It's worth watching. And then um, one of our fabulous listeners emailed me and said, Sarah, I thought that you said that you watched The Last Cruise, which was about a cruise ship off the coast of Hong Kong that had like tons of Americans. It had uh, thousands of, I think it had two, close to 2,000 passengers worldwide. And there, how they got essentially coronavirus. Like it was at the start of the pandemic. Nobody really knew. 700 plus members get it. Crew members are afraid to say that they don't feel well because they need the money. They need the jobs. There's Americans on board that get sick. People are dying on the ship. Nobody knew at that time to wear masks. It's supposed to be bananas, but I haven't seen it because it's, it's on HBO and it doesn't air until March 30th. So you have some time on that. The New York Post put out a a question of, would you hire someone who came into a job interview and smelled like weed? Okay, now this was for a bar. So I'm going to say yes. Like, I... If you if this person is coming in as a bartender, that's what this was for. It's basically like New York Post, they're asking the advice columnist, hey, what would you do? I own and manage a restaurant. This guy came in. He's certainly super qualified, but he's definitely smelled like marijuana. I'm wondering, would you employ them or not? And and I'm wondering if I say to him, look, I will give you this job, but you can't come in smelling of weed. I just thought this was hysterical because now I know so many people. This reminds me of like Sammy when we were back on the radio. He came to work every day smelling of weed. And he had like the greatest job. (laughs) But maybe it was radio. That's why I'm like, it's a bar. The guy's not auditioning for Wall Street. I mean, you know, he's not looking to, you know, invest your thousands of dollars. Like maybe he can make a great CBD infused cocktail. But obviously unprofessional to show up to your gig smelling like weed. (laughs) I just know so many people now that smelling marijuana. I'm like, oh, That doesn't seem like, it just seems like a new form of fragrance, right? Like a new musk, really. Anyhow, I'm sure for a, I'm, it's never professional to come in smelling like weed. And obviously this person is giving you some doubts. So I would keep auditioning for bartenders if you feel like you're not really certain. However, like I said, Sammy reeked of marijuana for a long time. Even on the podcast, I employed him. The start of the when it, when the Sarah Fraser show was the Hey Fraser podcast, he'd come in, drop some drops of his THC into his water, and then I think he'd smoke after. I mean, I think it was like double whammy. <laughs> I employed him. 
So what, what am I going to say? All depends on why did he leave his past job? Was it affected by Corona or does the guy have a substance issue? That's what it comes down to for me. So I got to do a personal check-in. We went to, we went for our last major sonogram on Thursday to our, our, our doctor, Dr. Kelly Orzakowski. I get lots of messages from you guys. And and just a, a promotion like to promote this. On Wednesday, I'm actually gonna do a deep dive of how I got pregnant post molar miscarriage. Cause I get a lot of messages from women. It's very rare to have a molar pregnancy. It doesn't normally happen. And essentially what happens is your baby gets a extra set of chromosomes, which causes all of these little cysts to grow in your placenta and your ovaries. So the baby cannot survive. And it's also called a triploidy pregnancy. Partial molar pregnancy is when you have a fetus, we did, and it's very rare that then your mole grows back. I happen to be the 1% on that day. And mine grew back and actually hemorrhaged, as you guys probably know. If you followed me for a while, if you're a new listener, it's it was crazy, and I'll go into it more detail on Wednesday. But I get a lot of messages from women that have either gone through it, or are looking to get pregnant post molar pregnancy, or just in general had some sort of genetic disorder and now are trying to conceive. So on Wednesday, I thought I'd really sit down and, and do an episode of how I got pregnant post molar pregnancy. If you have any questions you want to submit at the Sarah Fraser Show, it seems to be like DMs on Instagram work best, but you can also shoot me an email, Show at gmail.com. I just got this really nice email from a woman who's going through it in the Midwest, um, and she was just, I, I'll actually talk about this too, you know, because she was saying like, what do you expect from your partner? I, you know, we've suffered this loss. We had a partial molar pregnancy. Our our baby had to be removed at 13 weeks, very similar to my story, had a DNC, but my husband seems really not emotional about the whole situation. So I'll tell you how, what Dan's reaction was when we found out about ours and then just how our relationship and therapy unfolded after finding out that information. That's coming up on Wednesday, but thankfully we have done all the genetic testing. We're here at 36 weeks. Our little guy is doing amazing and he's measuring enormous. He's in the 99 percentile for his weight. So at 36 weeks, most babies should weigh like six pounds, one ounce. Our guy weighs seven pounds, 11 ounces. You guys, it's when we went in for the sonogram, they measure everything. The head, and they're like, and then you look at the bottom, and it's like measuring at 40 weeks and two days. I'm like, I can't, like my vagina, my vag is a tiny vag. Like, I I know this, like I cannot, how am I going to push this guy out? Well, that's something we're going to get to. So every time I talk about this, a lot of you guys message me and you go, no, don't, you know, don't listen to them. They don't know. Here's the thing. We go to a high risk doctor. So what I was told, and I, I believe this from our high-risk doctors, is they have a whole different set of sonogram machines that are much more detailed, much more high-tech, and much more accurate. And they take the measurement very seriously. I like our doctors. I listen to them. And so if they're saying that he weighs 7 pounds, 11 ounces, I'm going to go with he probably weighs somewhere around 7 pounds, 11 ounces, give or take. So they, because of my age, our background, they're not going to let him go beyond 40 weeks. So we have to kind of think about maybe in the 39th week, an induction, or I, I don't know. I mean, I'm even thinking about a C-section. I don't know, which I know is very controversial. I, all my girlfriends have been messaging me. Don't let him induce. Don't let them do this. Eat these cookies that will stimulate your breast milk. I'm like, 
I understand all that, but I do really trust science and I trust somebody who's gone to five years of med school and then like had to go do a residency for four years. Like these women, these doctors are very on top of it. So I do trust their judgment and I'm going to go with that. Look, they saved my life when it came to the molar pregnancy and they were right on all that stuff. And many times I walked into that office and didn't believe them. I was like, how are, how can I have a healthy pregnancy after I've been through all this? And four rounds of methotrexate shots, which is essentially a form of chemo shots. Like, how does your body recover in six months and carry a child? And every step along the way, they're like, your uterus is good. You're going to you're gonna conceive a healthy child. And it happened. So I believe them. I've got to figure out what we're going to do here in 30, at the 39th week. So that means he will technically be here in three fucking weeks. <laughs> I can't. And his butt is like right up near my stomach and his little legs. And it's like, oh my God, I can just feel his little legs all the time. And I don't know about you guys when you had your baby, but ours is very shy. See, this worries me because he's going to have Schman's personality. You wait. I said to Schman, if this little guy comes out and he never smiles, because you know, Schman, like I have to get Schman to smile, you know? I mean, he has a very, he's a very serious face. I said, if this little guy has your face, you know, and never really smiles at mom, I, what am I going to do? I mean, you know, it's bad enough I got to entertain you all the time. I'm like a little circus pony, always like, you know, doing a little dance, get up on my hind legs to keep Schman smiling. Now I'm going to have to do that with our son. Every sonogram, our son has his hands up near his face. He doesn't want any pictures taken. Okay, your mother here is an entertainer. I mean, I'm three seconds away from putting my feet and badge on OnlyFans and you're, get, and you're shy? You better not be. I've got plans for you, kid, on the red carpet. I'm working on his YouTube show. You're telling me he's shy? Okay. That better change real quick. They can never get a picture of his face. He always puts his hands up every time they, they go to use that thing. That whatever, you know, you know the thing on the sonogram. You know what I'm talking about. And the cutest thing is, what I love is, you know, any woman who's been, I think lots of women, you know, all of us have the sonogram closer to the end. But they have to get some sort of movement that involves, I think, like the feet or maybe, I don't know if it's maybe like to see if he can, if he's starting to breathe on his own, whatever. So when I rub and talk to him, he doesn't really do much. But like if Schman puts his hand, and I think it's because Schman has a deep voice. So I think, you know, it just startles our son so much. It's like that man voice, like, son, you know. <laughs> the minute Schman does that, he like moves. Like, uh-oh. I'm like, Okay. This child better be like, he better be a mama's boy for a little while. Don't be focusing all your time on Schman. You better focus on your mama. That's all I can say. So I have some decisions to make. Maybe we'll go into labor early. Did you on your first kid? They don't seem so optimistic about that. The doctors don't. They seem to think that most kids the first time around, like they'll be late. But they're not going to let him go late. I mean, he'll be 11 fucking pounds by the time. I mean, he'll come out with a cell phone at that point. I mean, that's crazy. No, I'm not delivering 11. And I know women do. They say it in the office. They're like, yeah, we've seen women give birth to like an almost 11 pound baby. Wonderful. Well, if you're six feet and starring in the WNBA, of course. But here I am, four two, And I mean, I... I, I've never even been, I've never even had like a fist up my vagina, let alone like a, we're going to have a, this giant head come up and out. I know. And everyone goes, oh, it's amazing. It's the, it's the, you know, human nature. It's the body. Well, I know the body's great, but at some point the body needs assistance. We've moved into modern science for a reason. And I'm taking advantage. 
of it all. I've heard some good experiences too with C-section, so we shall see. But that's all the updates. And and I do have to read, because over the weekend, I, I have, I've had great energy, but recently I've been really tired, I'm sure, as you all who are mamas can relate. And when you're growing something seven pounds, 11 ounces, I'm sure you're like exhausted too. So over the weekend, I just put up, I couldn't even get out of bed like on Friday and Saturday. I was so beat again, which I haven't felt that way since the first trimester. So I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to like slowing down. And I hear people say that you kind of get this mom strength and you sort of reprioritize your life when you have a baby. So I'm curious to see if that's true. And I'm looking forward to it because I posed the question on my IG story. Am I going to still hustle as hard as I do and work this much once he's here? Or am I going to like waste less of my time? Because I spend a lot of time on the phone talking to everybody from my family to other podcasters, which is all fun. But I'm like thinking to myself, I don't have three fucking hours every day once he comes to do all this. So big shout out to some of the women. The first year of my baby's life, I was a little nuts from lack of sleep, but I was superhuman at work. Productive, multitasking, take no bullshit. Now I tell new moms, the hormones shall provide. LOL, trust the hormones. My husband remains traumatized, but whatever. Thank you for that. Here's another comment. You'll still be a work hustler, but at the same time in mommy mode. Something just clicks when you become a mother and you can slash will do things you never thought you could all on little sleep. I know everyone says it, but try to enjoy these last weeks and let people help you along the way after baby comes as well. It's a whole new journey and us moms need to support, uh, need the support. Sorry for my little The More You Know campaign. Please keep it coming. I love The More You Know campaigns. I love it. Um, I also had someone write to me and say, hey, Sarah, thank you so much for the podcast that you shared last week talking about when you knew that you wanted to have a baby. I'm also really curious about having a child and just hearing you say that that curiosity was something that pushed you to have a baby really um, makes me think that I want to do it. I, I say it all, I mean, do it. Do it if you want. If you're truly out of it, like I said, when I turned 35, for me, I like looked at babies. I wanted one. I knew I wanted, I looked at Schman differently. I was like, I really want to, like, I can see him being a father to our kids. Like, he's such a good man. Lots of things changed for me. So it became an overwhelming yes. Before that, it was, I was like, absolutely not. I don't want kids. I was maybe a little curious, or I was going to just adopt. I was going to adopt. I didn't think like I, I needed to give birth, or and, and I still feel like I want to adopt. I don't feel like, for me, I don't feel like the birthing experience. It's been such an awesome experience, and I know when he comes out and, and I hold him, like I will just be a completely like cougar mama. But I also feel like I love love, and I love like children you know, regardless now, because they just bring so much joy. Like I said to Schman, I can't wait to do, like, I'm looking forward to going to all the zoos. I mean, I'd be like these fucking crazy parents at Joe Exotic. I'd be like, okay, guys, you want to, do you want to pet the tiger? Like, I'm going to be that nuts. I'm going to relive my childhood through them. I'm so excited. And then they're going to be on my YouTube channel. So anyway, any advice that you guys have always, you can DM me on my Instagram at the Sarah Frazier show. All right, everybody. Love you. Brand new episode tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye.